welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Studio 84 podcast. My name is Kyle Johannesson, and I am your host of this podcast. And welcome to the first episode of the Studio 84 podcast. Today's topic is AI in the communications realm and its potential for disruptive change in the digital information and media sector. So before we start off with today's topic, I just want to uh, say for the record that this podcast is a capstone project uh, for part of my DCIM, Digital Communication Information and Media Capstone course that I'm currently taking at Rutgers University. And I hope to make some additional episodes to add on to this very engaging topic uh, in the future. But for this first episode, for the sake of this episode, this is the one of my capstone projects for the DCIM capstone course. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about what I'm doing and maybe even explore my digital portfolio after you're done listening to this podcast, you could check out my website at www.kylejohannesson.com. That is spelled K-Y-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-E-S-S-O-N.com. Over there, I have uh, some of my photography work, some of my video production work, um, some of my writing work and different projects that I have been working on all together in one site and um, including this podcast, which will be embedded. And you could also find the references that I took from this podcast episode and you could see those references there along with the embedded version of this podcast. You could also find me on LinkedIn if you want to connect, if you have any questions about this podcast or any questions at all, or just want to connect, you could connect with me on LinkedIn at www.linkedin.com slash IN slash Kyle Johannesson. And Kyle Johannesson is the same spelling as I spelt out for the website. So as I previously mentioned, today's topic is AI in the communication sector and its potential for disruptive change in the digital information and media sectors. So I know that kind of sounds like a very um, hard-to-understand topic, and I'm going to right now break it down. So this podcast is going to talk about artificial intelligence, or as I'm going to abbreviate it as AI, specifically in the communication sector. You know, what's going on with artificial intelligence? Um, I know this is kind of a very new topic that has been thrown around uh, whether you're fully invested inside the topic and of following the media or simply just heard the words AI, artificial intelligence, chat GPT, these different things floating around, whatever whatever level of expertise you have in artificial intelligence, uh, this podcast will kind of give a little bit more of insight of what's going on right now and even some of my future predictions, maybe some pros and cons of artificial intelligence and a whole bunch of other stuff. So the first part of this podcast, after my intro and after what I just said, I want to start off with the definition of AI, artificial intelligence, because a lot of you might understand what AI is or not have a clue what AI is, but I think it's good to start off with a definition. So I'm not going to pull up the Merriam-Webster's definition. I'm essentially going to give you my interpretation of artificial intelligence just so we could be even. So artificial intelligence is digital neural networking. It is, and it's 
when it was a concept in its infancy is now starting to emerge. Essentially, the best way I could say is it is something that thinks on its own, something that processes cognitive abilities on its own. That's kind of what artificial intelligence is. I know that sounds very, very broad and maybe hard to understand, and you probably don't know where I'm going with this, but that is kind of what AI is. And the more I explain it, the more details I give, the more you're going to understand, because there's really no real definition of AI. It's a concept of intelligence or sentience that is artificially produced. It's not... um, made synthesized by a human it essentially has its own thoughts its own sort of sentience uh, however you want to group that into a definition so to get a little bit more specific i want to talk about specifically ai in the communication sector because we could have you know a three or four hour podcast just talking about AI and all of its different things and every single field it's going to affect. But for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to specifically talk about communications, digital information, and the media sectors and how uh, different programs are affecting the industry and may affect the industry in the future. So currently what we are seeing right now in the communications, public relations, media sectors, Artificial intelligence is a relatively new thing. I'm not talking within the last five or six years. Artificial intelligence, especially really good artificial intelligence, has only emerged in the communications market over the last couple months, um, which was really kicked off by the launch of ChatGPT 3.0, and then the AI wave is just starting, It's and it's really in its infancy. Um, we're This podcast is kind of groundbreaking, A lot of the articles I am going to reference, and I took uh, some information out of uh, in order to produce coherent thoughts, Uh, a lot of these articles were just made only a couple days ago or only a couple weeks ago, and the information that is coming out on AI and its effects of the communication sectors is still very, very new. But a couple AI software programs, one I just mentioned, which is ChatGPT, that is sort of the hallmark of AI right now. When Whenever you go up to someone who knows AI, you say ChatGPT, that's, that's the basic one. And ChatGPT, if you do not know what it is, I would suggest you open up another tab and type in ChatGPT as you're listening to this podcast. It is essentially a chatbot where you can ask it to do things, ask questions, proofread the possibilities are limitless. And I know I use limitless very loosely, but if you sign up for an account and you log into ChatGPT on the openai.com, you could type in anything. And we haven't discovered yet, you know, how how much it could do, what the potential of it is. But for example, um, if I went to ChatGPT and I typed in a give me a podcast summary for artificial intelligence and I want it in four pages or less than, you know, 2000 words and I hit enter, it will provide me a really good podcast summary may not have that heart and soul, but it will give something that is grammatically has no grammatical errors, perfect spelling formatted professionally and If I don't like a part of it, I could go back and type, well, you know, cut out these 
first couple lines expand on the second page. And again, I'm not really going into a deep dive here, but it can edit things just by vernacular language, just by common couple sentences that you could type in and it could produce artificially intelligent thoughts. So I think that's really cool. Another thing is the Dolly network, which is not really as popular as ChatGPT, but it's another point which is really going into the media sector is artificial intelligent created de designs and graphics and photos. So essentially I could log into dolly.com and create an account and I could type in, you know, give me a 13-year-old beagle wearing a sombrero on a beach. Just just as an example. Write that in one sentence, press enter, and Dolly will start to come up with AI images that will maybe not look like it photo effect wise, but it will give me a really good image of what I wrote in and what I typed in, even if it's a couple sentences. And I could even go back and I could say, well, you know, the image that you gave me, maybe the dog was a little bit too big or the snout was too big, reduce the size of the snout on the dog and it will do that and it will repower an image. We're also seeing another emerging AI software that was just released or just announced a couple days ago and was recently released in beta, which I've been playing around with this morning, is Adobe Firefly, which is generative AI, generative AI, whatever pronunciation you would like to use. And the big software platform, Adobe, who is responsible for creating Photoshop and Adobe Premiere, they've started to get on the bandwagon of generative AI and started to create software and different tools that creators can use in order to enhance their uh, ability to create remarkable content. And although I do have a little bit of bias when it comes to Adobe programs, as I use it almost every day, um, this is really exciting in emerging technology. So I'll give you a little example of what Adobe Firefly, which is the artificial intelligence uh, software that Adobe is currently using. I could, for example, we're having a lot of examples on this podcast because it's just the best way to describe this technology that is pretty much mind-blowing. So let's say I have a image of a person um, on a street and I upload it to Photoshop and let's say there's a two solid yellow lines on the street you know, can't pass, I could circle that double yellow line on the photo. Just simply don't have to really get into the edges and everything. I could circle it and I could just type two sentences in generative, the generative AI tool, say, I don't like the solid double yellow line, make it a single dotted line, press enter. In about 30 seconds, the image will, or that part of the image will transform into just a single dotted line. We could even go a little bit more deeper into that, and I could zoom into the person standing on the street. I could circle his wrist and say, well, you know, let's give him a watch. So I could type in, give him a Rolex watch with a green dial and a gold band. Hit enter. 30 seconds later, 
perfectly. I mean, it, it's incredible that the person in this photo can now artificially, art, using artificial intelligence, now has a $30,000 watch on their wrist just in the matter of seconds, just with a quick and simple tool that didn't take hundreds of hours like it would just a couple of years ago. So these are emerging AI software programs. And I'm going to go into the current implications of AI, AI in the workplace. But I also want you to remember that these are softwares that were released months ago. And we don't have too much data on it. All we have is common insights that we could find from articles. So a lot of the stuff I have found from this portion of the podcast was from a couple, two Forbes articles actually that I read up on a few days ago. One of them is titled uh, Dempsifying Generative AI for Communicators. There was a Frank Wolf article uh, from Forbes. And the other one is How Artificial Intelligence Could Reinvent the Communications Industry. That's by Maria Anderson. That's also a Forbes article. Um, so these article references will be listed below with the embedded link on kylejohansson.com along with the other ones uh, for this podcast. Just to uh, shout out my work cited. So continuing with current implications of artificial intelligence in the PR workplace and the media workplace, as I said previously, we are still in the infancy of this technology. And I could tell just by personal experience in my communications workplace that we've sort of experimented with artificial intelligence, writing press releases maybe, but it's just, it's not there yet. We can get really good ideas from ChatGPT 3 and 4.0, but we simply are not there yet to where we could just write, write me a press release about this and that, hit enter, and then it gives me a perfectly fluent press release. It may be a good one, but not something that we could easily publish without heavy editing. However, and this is going on to my future predictions of artificial intelligence, that this might be fixed one day, and we could get to a point where, you know, I could easily type a two-sentence uh, response in maybe some sort of chatbot like ChatGPT saying, write a press release, boom, and it could give me something perfectly publishable. But it's simply not there yet. It doesn't understand um, the mode and the sediment of you know, a municipal PR workplace. And this also is the same with media and the media sector. I know I mentioned Dolly um, right before in emerging AI software and programs. Although Dolly is really, really cool and it does a lot of cool things and you could type, you know, for example, a beagle with a sombrero on its hat, on its head. It's not lifelike. You easily can pick out which photo if you were to put like five of them in front of you, you could easily pick out which one was made by artificial intelligence. Although it's getting pretty good, it's just not there yet. And it's giving this cartoonish sort of style on it. And it's just not photorealistic. However, things like Adobe Firefly, something that just got released in beta a couple days ago, a lot of graphic design artists, a lot of people in the media sector are starting to experiment with it and it could be promising but currently 
there's we're still in infancy. We haven't gotten to a time where artificial intelligence is being fully immersed in the workplace, especially not mainstream. There may be a couple of companies out there that just use AI for everything and they're just experimenting with it. But currently, I cannot think of a single instance of a company that just runs on AI and uses AI for almost all of their day-to-day tasks in the communications and media sector. So uh, a couple points for this section of this podcast, just to reference my references uh, is from a couple articles. One of them is titled, One PR Agency's Framework for AI Use. That's by Perry Hendrick. And How AI is Changing Communications and PR Risks and Benefits by Ronnie Gomez. And another is titled AI in Information Communications Technology Market is Going to Boom Salesforce, Amazon, Intel by OpenPR. So although I'm really not quoting any articles to the point for this, maybe I'm slightly paraphrasing, I do want to mention that the articles out here were, like I said, published only a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago. Um, maybe a month or two ago if if they were really innovative. But these kind of gave me ideas just looking outside of my current box and of my workplace and of the industry I'm currently in and gives me a little glance and reaffirms my idea that we are still in infancy of artificial intelligence. However, another big point to make when I mention current implications of AI in the PR workplace not to sort of scare the audience here, but there. What I what I want to articulate well is that artificial intelligence is moving very quickly, and a lot of different technologies are coming out. And the current implications right now, as of early June twenty twenty three, may completely advance in the next month or two maybe even in the next six months, although a lot of companies are very slow when acquiring new technology, things like this is moving very, very fast. So I just want to put a little disclaimer that it is early June and like Adobe Firefly has only came out a couple days ago. I, I know Adobe stock is, is went up like 20% just because of this new innovation, um, just as a quick fact. So current implications, we're not going to spend too much time on here, but the best way to summarize current implications of AI in the PR workplace is we're still not there yet. Companies are just in the exploring phase. They're seeing what can we do with artificial intelligence? How can we use it to our advantage? Maybe can we cut costs? Uh, So on and so forth. Another argument that I found from one of the articles that I was reading was in the media sector, especially advertising. So just to give an example, there was discussion of cutting costs of traveling to go record advertisements for commercials, for products. So for example, like let's say a tropical beverage company, you know, that's out in maybe Delaware, for example, you know, if they wanted to have a commercial, let's say maybe even a couple of years ago before um, before how good green screens and background changing has gotten, they would have to maybe, for example, fly down to the Bahamas. They would have to hire an actor. They would have to get a media crew to go there and 
maybe they're doing a shoot of some person sipping one of their coconut beverages and looking at the shore. One big change that artificial intelligence might do is that we could have the same person in a warehouse in Delaware with a beach chair sitting down in an empty warehouse, and with artificial intelligence, we could put a complete new surrounding around him, which will be 100%, you know, so much more cost-effective and easily, you know, easier. We could have these TikToks, and if a company's doing Instagram Reels or Facebook advertisements, they could be pumped out easily without having all this travel time and all these different expenses. So I think a lot of companies in the media sector are starting to explore artificial intelligence in ways that could cut costs and have backgrounds and do things that they couldn't physically do. Maybe if they want to have someone on, on, you know, up in the stars, they could use artificial intelligence to do that. But again, still in its infancy. So the next part of this podcast, which I'm really going to sink my teeth into, is future implications of AI in the workplace, especially the PR industry, media industry. I'm going to say that a hundred times over. Because this is kind of a fun, maybe a little scary, maybe a little daring topic for a lot of people. I've said, you know, a couple times that we're just still in the infancy of AI. And I want to kind of predict, after reading a lot of articles, doing a lot of research, what we're going to see in the coming years and maybe even the coming months, especially with things like Adobe Firefly, Photoshop, uh, ChatGPT. Um, I think the PR industry, when it comes to the future, we are going to see a situation where we might be hand where where people and AI software might be hand in hand. So as I mentioned previously with making a press release, I think we're going to get to a point very soon where a company, let's say Domino's Pizza, for example, wants to make a press release about a new pizza topping. They could go into an AI chatbot or maybe an own curated press release software, type in a couple sentences of write me a press release of a new pizza topic or a new pizza topping at Domino's Pizza. Um, maybe have a couple details. Hit enter and it comes up with a really, really good press release. And then I think it's up to the human initiative to go out and make the necessary edits, tweak some things to make it sound fluently like it would be in a certain business or a certain industry. So I think that's going to be a big implication of AI in the workplace. I think it's going to be a tool. It's going to just be like the computer in the late 80s, early 1990s, where people were using word processing software, using the internet to connect with different people and have access to different information and put out different information. I think AI is going to be a tool for now, and then we'll see what happens. But I think that is going to happen in the next year or two in a lot of these big companies, if it's already not happening now. Now, when we go into media, I think generative AI is going to be really big. I think that's going to take a lot more time than perfecting a chat GPT writing software, because when you're dealing with media, lighting, effects, all that different crazy stuff, 
it's going to take a little bit more time. But I think Adobe Firefly and a lot of these companies like NVIDIA that are hopping on the AI bandwagon, I think they are going to be exploring really, really good softwares. And we might get to a point in, let's say, maybe 2024, 2025, just as examining the rate of artificial intelligence and how well it's progressing, that we're going to have certain scenarios where AI generative photos and videos are going to be indistinctive from its real-life counterpart. So I mentioned maybe that person in the commercial sipping a coconut beverage in the Bahamas versus someone in a warehouse just shooting it, doing an AI background. I think eventually that is going to become indistinctive. So that is my prediction. I will go into the pros and cons of what I think about this, but I'm just giving you my communication sector, um, media sector predictions. Overall, with communications, I think also going back, I think artificial intelligence will be a good tool for maybe processing PR emergencies, uh, giving people different perspectives. We oftentimes see in a lot of these big PR crises that it's up to the one public relations director in a company who, just using their mindset and their personality, they come up with the best idea of how to execute change or how to handle a situation for the entirety of a company. While I think that is good, and I think there should always be someone who's held accountable to that, I think artificial intelligence is going to give people a tool that they could use to have different perspectives. So for example, you know, if we, if we're going to use Domino's Pizza a lot for these examples, it's just a very common company. But if we have some sort of emergency where there's a big um, health scare of the new Domino's Pizza topic, I think there may be a scenario in the future where you could go into a chatbot and type, here's the situation, what's going on at Domino's Pizza? How do we best best address this situation? Then maybe the chatbot will come back and it will say, well, here's how you can handle it. And this is the best way to do it. And then you look at it. And you say, well, what about this factor? Maybe you type in a couple factors. Here's what's going on. What do you think about this and that? And maybe just having something that has a little bit of sentience that doesn't have kind of its own ego will be able to perfect or at least enhance certain PR crisis situations where things need to be delicately handled. So I think that's something that might happen in the PR communications uh, industry And a lot of these points that I got um, were from some really good articles, which I will have referenced. One of them is titled AI in Information and Communications Technology Market is Going to Boom. That's by Eleanor Hawkins. And another one is called How AI Will Change the Comms Workflow, Workflow by Sean Devlin. So now to go into one of my favorite topics... In, in housed in this entire podcast is the pros and cons of AI and my future predictions for these pros and cons. So I've heard a lot of different perspectives, especially on the different articles I've been reading up. A lot of people I've been talking to that are in the communications industry that are really intrigued by everything that's going on. So first, I'm kind of going to list 
some points of cons that are very popular right now. A lot of people think that's going to happen. And then I'll end with the pros just so <laughs> my audience can sleep at night. So one of the, a big con that I've heard recently is this doomsday scenario that AI is going to take everyone's jobs and the PR and media industry is all going to be replaced by AI. And that might be something that may be possible down the road, but that is a con that a lot of people think. They think anything, and we could even go back to different future technological revolutions where people said, oh, you know, the Industrial Revolution, all these people that are sewing cloth by hand and being replaced by these giant textile machines, you know, it's going to be the end of the world. It's just going to be one person in a warehouse just going to be cramming out thousands of miles of fabric in minutes. And that is the doomsday scenario that's often thought about, even with the internet. When the internet first came out, some of you could remember 20, 25 years ago, well, even more now, let's say 35 years ago, people thought, oh, wow, the internet's going to come out. The libraries are gone. We might as well get rid of them. All these different things, they're just going to disappear and just become obsolete. And I think this is the next scare with AI. A lot of people think, who maybe don't remember the emergence of the internet or were way too young for the Industrial Revolution, it's always a very common thing for people to panic and just say, well, it's the end of the world. Artificial intelligence is here. They're going to think about everything. They're going to do this artificial intelligence software is going to think about everything and people are going to be gone. See, my take on this is, although artificial intelligence is really cool and it's promising a lot of different stuff and these new features and new emerging technologies that are going to cost a lot of production costs, I don't think everyone is going to be out of a job. And one major point that I was talking with someone just a couple days ago about the topic was um, accountability. Artificial intelligence really doesn't have the same accountability as someone in an office does. You know, like, let's say you are the communications or public relations director for a company, and you put out a press release or some sort of PR newsletter, and it's really bad. And the taste of it just doesn't sit well with customers or investors. You could go right up to the communications director or the PR director and say, you know what, this didn't, this doesn't work out. Your performance has been really bad. You're fired and replace it with someone else who has a better idea of the company. See, the thing is with artificial intelligence, although you could say, oh, well, maybe I didn't like this point of the press release, you can't really fire AI. You could cancel a subscription, but to be 100% reliant on something that does not have accountability is something that a lot of companies aren't don't want to sink their teeth into just yet. And although AI can be a lot more clever and it could think of a lot of things, the human creative and strategic sediment that people have, that a lot of these talented PR managers have, especially in these big blue chip companies, Artificial intelligence cannot replace that, and I don't think it's going to be replaced for quite some time. Uh, something that was said to me 
a couple weeks ago, almost a joke was that AI will never replace comedians. I mean, if you go on ChatGPT right now and you say, tell me a joke about something, it's going to give you a really, really bad joke because it doesn't understand the human mind. It doesn't understand the human ego. And I think taking that same sediment and applying it to just the overall human factor is definitely a downside of artificial intelligence. So that is kind of a con that people think about, and I hope I relieved some worries there. And I hope I give, gave a little bit more explanation of I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think people are just going to, there's not going to be a mass exodus of people leaving their jobs, even if government has to step in and maybe regulate AI if it gets out of hand. I don't think hundreds of thousands of people that are working in the public relations, communications, and media industry are just going to be out of a job in a couple of years. Now, a con of AI that there most certainly will be jobs that will become obsolete. And just with every other major technological innovation, I even think about the uh, invention of the freezer where ice cutters kind of were out of a job. I think there's going to be people and different sectors that are left behind. One of them, I think, is proof editors and copywriters. We're seeing now that a lot of copywriters are being replaced with artificial intelligence. A lot of proof editors are being replaced um, with artificial intelligence. Just the fact that proof editors to hire one. I don't know if anyone's ever hired one or published a book like I'm currently working on right now. Understands just how expensive a copywriter or proof editor is. Some of them charge 60, maybe even $150 an hour. And a lot of people and a lot of companies that are really trying to keep a tight budget can't afford that. Meanwhile, on the contrary, they could subscribe to an AI software that they pay 40 bucks a month and they could get perfect proof editing and they could pick out certain points of a topic that or writing that is not good or had some grammatical errors. So I think on the con side of artificial intelligence, it's going to cut out a lot of those proof editor copywriter jobs. That's just my take and that that may be realistic in my opinion. Another thing is that this is a little bit more in the doomsday scenario that I really can't subscribe to is that cheap journalism will be 100% AI to cut production costs. I often think of a lot of these different social media journalism companies that kind of prop up on TikTok and Instagram that spew out a whole bunch of information with very little production costs and things that take very little time. Like, let's say, you know, the president announced something these social media companies will jump on the bandwagon within 30 minutes. You'll see, oh, you know, the president of the United States announced this new topic that just came out and so on and so forth. And people are arguing that artificial intelligence is going to replace that. They think that there's going to be someone up there artificially that will announce that, oh, the president uh, announced this new policy it's going to change everything, and that's going to happen in a couple minutes. Now, that may happen. I think there's going to be a lot of these deep fake, artificial intelligent type figures that are already on social media that may become a little bit more popular. But 
a big argument is that cheap journalism is going to be 100% cut out. The college papers are done. You know, it's going to be the end of the world. I just don't think that is the case yet. But that's a con. That's a common con. And I do have to list it because that's what a lot of people do think. And this goes into what I said previously is that certain aspects of the PR media industry will go into complete obsolescence. I think if generative AI really goes well with merging backgrounds and subjects, you know, you might have uh, film shoot scouters might go out of business if you're on a movie or um, a lot of these PR media people who are these proof editors and just read through all of these different publications for newsletters, they, they might go into obsolescence. And that's another, that's another con that might need to uh, be addressed later on down the road. So moving away from cons, we're going to go into the pros now. We're going to go into the exciting stuff. Um, and I'm sorry if that left you a little bearish and maybe a little depressed about this next technological change. But moving on to the pros... I think content is going to become much more innovative and take less production time with things like generative AI. I think we're going to get into that scenario, like I mentioned, with the um, with the case where if someone wants to make an advertisement, they don't have to fly out all the way into the Bahamas to get a shoot on a tropical beach. They could just do it in a warehouse with some lighting and some cameras. And I think that's going to be really cool. And I think things like video games, which take years to develop, I think there's going to be major advancements in artificial intelligence in this media industry where video games and 3D development is going to be a lot quicker in time to develop. And so that might be a pro, and that's a little bit open to interpretation. I also think as a pro, and just as every technological innovation has happened, we even go back to the Industrial Revolution or the emergence of the internet and the computer, I think AI and content creators, whether you're working in the PR communications industry or the media industry, I think they're going to work hand like someone with a desktop computer. It, I think pro-wise, looking into it, So I think that is kind of what is going to happen, that AI is going to work hand-in-hand hand like a desktop worker and a computer. I think there, there's going to be a situation, looking at the pro side, we are going to have scenarios where maybe chatbots will act like a virtual assistant to a lot of content creators or people who are working in the communications industry. There may be, like I previously mentioned, that PR scenarios might be fed into some sort of AI program that could help people come out with the best outcome uh, for scenarios. And I think, and the best point, if you're going to take any point from this podcast, is that artificial intelligence is just another technological innovation, such as the Industrial Revolution or the Internet. Artificial intelligence is just the next leap forward in my opinion. So going to my take about this, I personally believe that there's no, there's not going to be two extremes. I don't think there are going to be scenarios where it's just going to be all cons, it's going to be doomsday, it's the end of the world, everyone's not going to have a job, we're all going to be just, just living on the streets. I also 
think it's not going to be a thing where everyone just lives in harmony. I think some people are going to lose jobs. Some other jobs are going to thrive. Other industries are going to be created. Um, but I don't think it's going to cause this mass unemployment wave um, like people are predicting. I mean, we could even look when the internet was first emerging in the early 80s and compared to now, the unemployment rate has actually dropped significantly because it's just opened other opportunities. I think that is what is going to happen with artificial intelligence. So I think just due to accountability, artificial intelligence is not going to take all of the jobs. I think some jobs will change and shift and for the better, for the worse. But I think we are going to live in a 50-50 good-bad scenario. Uh, the future is probably not going to be 100% AI because creativity is still an aspect that is far down the road. I know I previously mentioned about uh, artificial intelligence can't take a joke and can't make any jokes, any good ones at least, uh, if it counted on it. So I think that human interest and the human psychological aspect is not yet harnessed by artificial intelligence, and that I think is going to be uh, very far down the road. So what we are looking at right now with artificial intelligence in the communications and public information, public relations industry, is we are looking at something that has just emerged, that is yet to fully develop, and that may shift and change as the future heads on. That is the point I want you to take out of this podcast. So... We're about 42 minutes into this podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the very first episode of the Studio 84 podcast. Um, like I said, my name is Kyle Johannesson. If you like this podcast and you want a little bit more information and want to see my digital portfolio for my DCIM capstone course, you could reach for my website. You can look it up at www.kylejohannesson.com. That's K-Y-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-E-S-S-O-N.com. Or you could go on my LinkedIn and connect with me. I'm always happy to connect with new people. And you can find me at linkedin.com slash in slash Kyle Johansson. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to episode one of the Studio 84 podcast. Thank you.